VI Shots, episode 43. Hello, everyone. My name is Michael Ivaliotis, and this is the show dedicated to the world of LabVIEW. With each episode, we bring you interviews, discussions, and share with you ideas for how you can take your LabVIEW development to the next level. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of VI Shots. Uh, today, we have a special episode, which is um, dedicated to NI Week 2014. And this was recorded as a VI Shots Live on uh, Google Hangouts. And we had three special guests on board, and uh, which we'll, I'll introduce to you in a second. Um, but uh, just to make some uh, notes about the, the recording, uh, I just there's uh, one correction that I want to mention that I mentioned in the in the show that um, Stephen Mercer is giving a presentation. Uh, I'd like to correct his name. Um, his name is Stephen Loftus Mercer. So that's a correction I'd like to make at the front of the show, front of the show just because I didn't um, say his complete name correctly. Um, also, if you are at NI Week 2014 and you see someone walking around with a VI Shots button on their badge or on their shirt, that's probably me. So uh, come up and say hi. I always love to meet my uh, new fans and old fans. And I I have to warn you, though, that I will probably take a selfie with you. Uh, and uh, so that's kind of what you have to deal with when you <laughs> when you find me. Um, and again, as we mentioned in the show, there's a social media at NIWeek. So follow hashtag NIWeek to get all of that uh, cool info as to what's going on during the week uh, on Twitter. I will be posting several photos and short video clips uh, from the show floor during um, an eye week. Now, there's a lot of uh, sessions that I could have talked about during this uh, show and episode, but uh, just uh, because of the time, I couldn't mention them all. However, if you go to vishots.com slash 43, you'll see the show notes for this show, and I have there listed all the um, recommendations that I have, which some of them were not even mentioned in the show. So go there and see the complete list. And uh, it also has links to um, the schedule at ni.com. And again, with uh, other further ado, here's the recording of VI Shots Live, episode 43. With me, I have Darren Nattinger, who is a senior uh, engineer at National Instruments. Welcome, Darren. Thanks, Michael. And I also have Rebecca Linton, uh, or do you go by Becky? Um, Becky, usually. Oh, Becky. Uh, Senior uh, Systems Engineer with VI Engineering. This is where you say thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And also I have Sam Kristoff, also known as Sammy K online. And uh, uh, he has the labviewhacker.com website. And uh, he's also a Staff Systems Engineer with National Instruments. Welcome, Sammy. Hey, it's great to be here. So uh, today we have quite a quite a bit of stuff to talk about, and um, we also want feedback from the audience as well. So if you go to vishots.com slash live, you'll find the links to connect to the Google Plus Hangouts and also uh, be able to go on there and leave a comment. And I'll start off today by saying that if you have uh, a suggestion for a session that we haven't talked about or haven't brought up, or if you're a presenter yourself and you're giving a session and you want to promote it, uh, please do so in the comments of the show. 
And again, you can go to vishots.com slash live. As well, if you want to be notified when the next VI Shots Live occurs, which is typically um, around the third or fourth week of the month, uh, go to vishots.com slash subscribe, and you can sign up for our mailing list. And I send an email out a day or two before the, uh, the show with confirmation of uh, the attendees. So, um, of course, the, uh, the three guests we have on today have their own sessions at NI Week. And uh, I'm really excited to have them talk about uh, their sessions and uh, what they'll be presenting at NI Week. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm really excited about NI Week. It's, it's next week. I'm going to be there seeing you guys in person, um, you know, talking to all my friends, all my LaVue friends uh, that, I, that I see on Lava and, and online and uh, on the NI.com forums. Uh, Becky, are you excited about that? Oh, I'm very excited. It's my vacation away from my kids and my husband. I get to have the fun for the week. <laughs> um, so now you're you're doing a presentation. Uh, well, actually, it's it's kind of a, a group, group effort. Yeah. Uh, can you talk a little bit about it? So I've been working with Chris Ralph. He's one of the LabVIEW champions, and we're sort of the two that are going to be spearheading the presentation. Let me bring up the time here. I always forget when it was. It's Wednesday at 3.30, and it's actually called LabVIEW Champions Live from Specification from Design. And the idea is, especially when we get new engineers in, you go to these customers, you talk to them, and they have so many specifications, but it's almost like, where do you start? So we've recruited some of the LabVIEW champions to come in. Um, Chris Roebuck, Michael, you're going to be there as well, and Tim Robinson. I am. And they're going to be, what? You I are. am? <laughs> yes. Well, that's that's this the thing is, well, the funny thing is that I am invited to this, but I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's somewhat the point. You're, you don't get to know all the details. We have um, a customer. We also have a surprise guest who's not our customer, but who's going to be the part of the session. And they're going to be there. They're going to give you all the specifications. And you're going to work with the other champions to come up with a solution. And so I'm going to be there along the way helping take notes and guide where you guys are going. Chris is going to sort of be the MC, work with the crowd. They're going to be able to help ask questions of the customer in case you guys don't have any more for them. And so we can try to move along and get a full solution after an hour or the best we can. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. So. Um... So uh, Chris Roebuck is going to be there. Um, Justin Gores uh, from JKI. Justin I'll be there. Customer, yeah. yeah, I'll be there. So Justin is going to be the customer? Yes, Justin's the customer. He has a whole backstory written. Oh, really? He has a backstory? That's, that's yep. funny. Um, I'm privy to it, but you guys can't see it yet. The, champ the champions who are making this, you know, designing the solution don't get to see it until we're there. It's really going to be live. Okay. Um, so Tim Robinson will also be there uh, from yep. Belkan Engineering Services. Okay. Um, and so, uh, our, the customer is going to present kind of the problem statement, right? Or what they want. And, uh, sorry, I'm just learning this too. So I need to know. What yeah, <laughs> so, um, and then it's going to be thrown at us and then we're going to come up with like a design. You're going to come up with the design. You're going to go through things. There might be a wrench thrown along the way. You know how things change as projects progress. So some things might come up as you guys come up with your solution that you'll have to deal with on the spot. Mm -hmm. And and can we ask the customer questions and how how like how elaborate is it? Yes, you can ask questions. He's got a backstory. If not, he's going to try to make up some of the stuff. But we've tried to cover a lot of angles for things you guys might question, and then okay. the audience can participate too if they have questions as well of the customer or of you guys. Okay. Like, why did you go a certain route, for instance, or you know, why did you pick that architecture for this whole solution, or why are you looking at that hardware platform, and so forth. Okay, so um, that that seems exciting. Um, and will there be like a whiteboard and some brainstorming materials there? Yep, that's what I'm. In, that's what I'm in charge of. So apparently, I have a really hard job, Chris said, because I'm going to have to take all the ideas you guys have 
and try to make them one seamless solution that looks nice that everyone can follow in the audience. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, that that seems kind of like a, a new, I don't, I've never seen a presentation, well, a session like this before. Uh, do you know how the, a little bit of the backstory or how it came about? Chris came up with the idea and we, we talked about it a little bit and I thought it'd be a lot of fun because I've done, I presented last week at NI and I thought this would be a more interactive because some of the sessions you've seen before and this is something we hadn't seen and everyone loves the challenge the lab you champions. So the idea somewhat comes from that, you know, where champions are up there. These are the old champions versus the new champions. That's actually one of my other favorite sessions that's done in the expo hall usually. And it's a lot of fun watching what they come up with on the flyer and how quickly they can answer LabVIEW questions. And so it's similar to that, except this time it's like we're going fully from specifications all the way to the design. What do you guys come up with? Cool. Um, and again, you said that that was um, Wednesday at 3.30 uh, p.m. Yep, Wednesday at 3.30 and I don't remember the room. It's uh, 19A. Right. Okay. Well, um, that, that, seems, that seems like an awesome session and uh, hopefully everybody can attend that. Um, now, there's a, there's a bunch of other things, of course, that you can do uh, during an iWeek besides going to sessions. Um, and actually, there's, uh, there's uh, keynotes, uh, which happen. Uh, there's a Monday keynote, Tuesday and Wednesday keynote. And uh, typically in these keynotes, uh, well, first of all, they start at 8.30 a.m., which is really early. Um, so if you've been partying the night before, <laughs> it'll be pretty tough to, to get to those. But uh, one recommendation is don't party too, too long on the night before because uh, these keynotes are, are pretty uh, cool and they, they showcase a lot of NI hardware in uh, interesting and fascinating um, uh, customer solutions. Uh, typically what happens is um, on the Tuesday keynote, there's um, a presentation by Dr. James Touchard, who's the uh, president, CEO, and co-founder. Um, also, Mike Santori, the vice president of NI product marketing, will be there on Tuesday. And that starts at 8.30 a.m., so you don't want to miss that. On Wednesday, uh, which is kind of my favorite day because I always get to hear Jeff Kodosky, who's considered the father of LabVIEW, um, talking about uh, some of the new cool things that he's worked on and some of the directions he's taking LabVIEW, uh, which is always fascinating to, to watch and hear. So uh, Jeff Kodosky will be there, the NI co-founder, and, and he's a business and technology fellow. And also Ray Ongren, vice president of NI Marketing, will be there on Wednesday giving a uh, keynote as well. And on Thursday, which is the last day of the um, of NI week, is, um, as Becky, you mentioned offline, it's kind of the education day. <laughs> but uh, basically what they talk about is uh, how NI is, um, you know, uh, promoting engineering and science in, uh, in, the, in K-12, K-12. through And also they, they talk about some of the grand challenges that are out there and how NI is trying to um, solve a lot of these problems and how NI hardware and software, of course, LabVIEW is always in there, uh, is, is participating in that. So that's pretty cool as well. Now, this year, I haven't, they haven't announced, like, typically on Thursday, they have a special keynote uh, industry uh, presentation, but so far they haven't announced it. I don't know if it's a surprise or if there's no presenter, but um, Darren is the only, well, Darren and Sammy are the only people from NI here, but neither of them know either, so... Um, they're not, they're not any help, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so don't, don't miss the keynotes. And that's definitely a must see, uh, event at an iWeek uh, is those, is those three keynotes. Um, so, uh, going back to the sessions, uh, I'm going to pass it off to you, Darren. Um, I know you've been doing a session, similar session every year, 
uh, and to how to become a super, super fast and efficient LabVIEW programmer. Uh, can you talk about your session that you're doing this year? Sure. So I'm presenting on Thursday morning at uh, 10.30, uh, and I'm going to be in room 17B on tips and tricks for faster LabVIEW development. So uh, I'm going to be talking about all sorts of ways to take that mental image that you have of a VI and get it translated into the block diagram on your screen as quickly as possible. Uh, quick drop may be mentioned one or two times. Um, so is it... Uh... Can you tell us at least like one tip? Give us a sneak sneak preview of, of one. So no. yeah, I, I, the the content in this presentation changes a little bit every year, but the the uh, basic tenets have been the same since two thousand eight, uh, which is that you know QuickDrop provides the the fastest way to get objects placed on your diagram and get uh, things created on your diagram. I will be talking about a new LabVIEW twenty fourteen feature. Uh, that allows you to very quickly wire together several objects on the diagram in a single operation, as opposed to the tedious clicking that's required to wire objects together. So that's that's one one cool new thing I'll be talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's true. Uh, there is um, was this presented at the sneak peek post from NI. Uh, Can we talk about this or? <laughs> uh, sure, why not? I mean it's next week, so. <laughs> So um, I think the uh, the feature that you're talking about is um, I don't want to get in trouble <laughs> for talking about this. Not on their website. I'm gonna be banned. Oh, yeah. is it on their website? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a new feature in Quick Drop. It's a the Control W shortcut. Wire multiple objects together. So drop a string of nodes, uh, highlight them all. Control Space Control W wires all of the error wires and whatever other pass through wire like a ref num or something is is on there. And there's some other cool things it does too, but that's the primary use case is just getting that that string of nodes wired together in a single operation. Mm -hmm. So, um, did you have anything to do with that, or was that done? By I wrote that feature. Yes. Oh, you wrote that. Huh? Uh, so was that written in LabVIEW? It's, yes, of course. It, it was. It's part of QuickDrop. I I own pretty much every single part of QuickDrop. So I don't know if that was a loaded question or not, but yes, I did write that. I did write you that. You own every single part of QuickDrop. Wow. That's, I think so. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> So, so uh, oh, that's pretty cool because, uh, yeah, so QuickDrop kicks in there and launches a VI, right? And then it does does all the work through skip, scripting, right, I assume? That's right. That's right. Okay. Lots and lots of scripting. So so how smart is that, that feature? Like, does it... it? You know, I wanted it to be intelligent. I wanted it to, to make good decisions. And I can't claim that it's perfect because I'm sure there's little weird corner cases I didn't think of. But I, I tested it pretty well myself. I've been using it for the past year. Uh, because I prototyped it uh, prior, and I, I posted it online, and other people have been using the prototype. So again, I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's going to get us a, a pretty far away in, in getting our diagrams wired a lot more quickly. Okay. So um, just wanted to mention that uh, some people have been um, noticing that the, um, the Google Plus link on the uh, the web page is not working. So if you, I've, I've fixed that with the, the magic of the internets here. And so if you go to vishots.com slash live uh, and refresh that page, the links there now point to the Google Plus Hangouts. Uh, but of course, you should know the Google Plus Hangout location, the announcement already, because uh, everyone listens to VI Shots live, right? Uh, so yeah, so now go in there and ask any uh, questions you have of, the, of our guests. Or if you want to suggest some sessions that we haven't talked about today, uh, you can go in there and do that as well. Or any other tips you have for an iWeek. Um, <laughs> so Justin posts in the comments, uh, 
It says for Darren, I guess. Did you did you pick Control W specifically so you can laugh every time someone accidentally closes their block diagram window? Justin, I picked W because it stands for wire. If I really wanted to screw people over, I would have made it Control Q. <laughs> Luckily, you'll have uh, yeah Control Q. Do you sure you want to save your changes? No. Cool. Um, yeah, so uh, before we get in, uh, talk to you, Sammy, about uh, your presentation, I wanted to also mention um, uh, a few things about an iWeek, which is a lot of people. Okay, so a lot. I mean, there's there's a lot of sessions there, and a lot of people go for um, you know learning and expanding their knowledge and improving themselves and their applications uh, through the sessions. But uh, a lot of people also go there to uh, socialize and meet. Um, other developers and people that they interact with online. And the best place to do that is the NI Week parties. Uh, so the first one is uh, Monday night. <clears throat> if you can make that, that would be great. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it's the NI Week kickoff happy hour. And I guess it's called happy hour for a reason. Um, <clears throat> it starts at 5.30 to 7. And it's in the expo hall. And there you can basically... Uh, go there and look at the exhibits because that's when the exhibit hall opens for the first time. So you can go there, look at the exhibits, and you can interact with other other developers and uh, from NI and from the community. Everyone's going to be there. Uh, so it's pretty cool. So I don't think uh, you guys should miss that. Um, there's also the uh, block diagram party. I love, the, I love the name of that. It just, uh, it's just a perfect naming. Uh, so the block diagram party on Tuesday night is also around the same time. It's between 5 and 7. And uh, there, uh, again, uh, is actually more uh, for uh, meeting the NI engineers. I think that's kind of the main area or the main time when, when that happens. Um, and also, uh, typically during that time, they have uh, some kind of events like Challenge the Champions, uh, or they have coding challenges and things like that. Uh, and so that you shouldn't miss that. And finally, on Wednesday, there's the famous... NI Week conference party, which usually happens at some big location where there's music, a band, uh, everyone kicks back. It's kind of, it's the winding down day of NI Week. Thursday is half a day and people kind of leave uh, Thursday afternoon. So that's kind of the last full day of people being there. And uh, typically there's buses and shuttles going from uh, the convention center. So, I mean, you could probably walk to this, this year's uh, convention, uh, sorry, convention party. Uh, it's taking place at the Palmer Event Center, which is not too far away. Uh, but, you know, you could probably uh, hop on a bus and, and get there as well, which is provided by an eye uh, throughout the day. And of course, uh, if this partying and <laughs> mingling is not enough, you can always hook up with somebody on your own and go to 6th Street, which is just a few blocks away, which is kind of the party central of Austin there, and uh, go to other bars and fine establishments and, and have some fun there. Um, before I get to, to Sam, I just want to go back to you, Darren. Um, <laughs> so the, everybody, well, if you don't know, uh, there's a, this coding challenge that apparently Darren participates in every year. I don't know why, but he, do, he does, and he's uh, mounted uh, this, this quite elaborate trophy, and uh, it keeps growing and growing every year. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, so in 2008 was the first time I competed in the world's fastest LabVIEW programmer contest at NI Week, uh, 2008. Also, not coincidentally, was the first year QuickDrop was in LabVIEW. Uh, so I've won the contest the past six years in a row. And um, 
that I guess it's part of my job description because they pretty much assume I'm going to be up there every year at this point. So uh, yeah, there's uh, the way it works is there's a little station out on the expo floor where people can walk up and do this quick little uh, uh, coding coding challenge. It times you to write these simple little VIs. And at the end of NI week, like on on Thursday morning, they look and see who has the best times. And the top two people from that compete against one another on stage at the coding challenge at noon on Thursday. And then whichever one of them wins competes against me for the title of the world's fastest Labby programmer. So that's happening yet again this year on, on Thursday at noon. Last year was the closest I think it ever was, wasn't it? It, you know, I'm getting too old for this, Becky, because I was, <laughs> yeah, I was worn out by the time I that was all said and done. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> so, Becky, are you going to do the coding challenge? Maybe. I'll try. Cool. <laughs> we uh, program smart and not very fast. Um, <laughs> our, our code works and it's very well put together. Um, but That's it's pretty but we but it's pretty slow and it's we develop it really at snail's pace. Um, so yeah, uh, and the thing is, don't be discouraged by Darren's consistent win streak. Um, the way it works is the pri the prize goes to the loser, uh, <laughs> which Darren doesn't like. But hey, um, so yeah, so even if if you're at the finals and you're it's up against you and Darren, so. I mean, it's great. I mean, if anybody can beat Darren, that would be awesome. It's going to be going down the history history books. But if you get second place, you still win a great, awesome prize. So don't be discouraged by that. Um, so Sammy, um, we uh, talk a little bit about the labviewhacker.com website because uh, some people might not know about all the cool stuff that's going on over there. Sure. So um, that's also kind of what I'm going to talk about as part of the session is kind of an overview of what Labview Hacker is and the website. Um, but the website, uh, about a year and a half ago, I totally rebuilt it from the ground up. Um, the majority of the site is a wiki, and we have forums, and we have open source code and tutorials and all kinds of things posted there. Um, and uh, kind of my motivation for redesigning the whole site was to make it a, a place where anybody can come and either use some of the useful open source code we develop or contribute their own projects or um, you know, contribute to the existing code libraries. So it's really meant to be a community for LabVIEW hackers. Um, and then in uh, my session, I'll talk about um, how we do this open source LabVIEW development. Um, so all of our libraries are posted on GitHub. And um, I'm sure most of you are aware that source control with LabVIEW can be a bit tricky. Um, so I have some tools that I've developed uh, over the last few years that help make that a little bit easier and help you manage um, uh, like pulling source from a, a repo and then getting it into your LabVIEW directory, um, developing, pulling it back out, and then building libraries. Um, so tools to automate that whole process and make working with source control a lot easier. And then um, in uh, the fashion of the last couple of years when we had uh, LabVIEW Hacker sessions, um, I'll go through some of the new LabVIEW Hacker interfaces. Um, so I'll be talking about links, which if you guys are familiar with the LabVIEW interface for Arduino, um, it was recently replaced with a new toolkit called Links which is very similar, but uh, more generic and works with more devices. Um, right now, I'm working on support for the Raspberry Pi. So you'll be able to talk to a Raspberry Pi uh, using LabVIEW running on your desktop. And uh, I'll show the PlayStation 4 controller interface and Xbox One controller interfaces, um, which just went out the last uh, about two weeks ago, um, which were developed as part of the Expo Floor uh, demo that I'll have at NI Week. Um, we also have a simple interface for uh, Xbox Media Center, now called XBMC, 
which is a great home entertainment uh, media hub. So just an easy way to control it, much like you would with a remote control, but from LabVIEW. And I'll also talk about uh, a couple other awesome home automation uh, interfaces. The Philips Hue Light, uh, which is an RGB uh, light bulb, and uh, the Nest thermostat. So um, that session is on Wednesday at 3.30. Um, unfortunately, it overlaps with Becky's session. Um, I know, so I, I guess, watched four years. Yeah, so I, I guess uh, our viewers will have to make a difficult choice. Um, but it's Wednesday at 3.30 um, and 16B. Uh, cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's so many things on your website that that you have um, that are that people who love you know hacking hardware devices. Um, and this is the, this is the good type of hacking. It's not, <laughs> you know, this, yeah. is, this is basically how to get LabVIEW to talk to all these kind of um, consumer uh, devices and also you know things like the Arduino and the Raspberry 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 Pi. Um, but there's a, there's a ton of resources on there. Um, so you said there's there's going to be a demo uh, of some of your stuff at the Expo Hall. Can you talk about some of those? Yeah, so um, it will be in the LabVIEW zone, and it's uh, basically a home automation demo. So uh, it's it's meant to show you what you could use LabVIEW for at home. So um, the plan is to have a Surface Pro running LabVIEW, and then we'll use the Xbox controller, the PS4 controller, and the Leap Motion as kind of our uh, user inputs and show how you can control your TV running XBMC, uh, your Nest thermostat, and uh, your lights with the Hue lights. Okay, well, that's that sounds pretty... Uh, will you have uh, any other hardware at, uh, at at the session? Because I know one time I went there and you had, like, uh, the quadcopter and a bunch of stuff there. Will you have anything like that? Yeah, so the session, um, <clears throat> we'll go through demos of all the hardware that is used on the Expo Floor demo and then some additional stuff as well, so... Um, we'll kind of run through the LabVIEW API for it, as well as kind of a little bit about how the technology works. Yeah, it would be cool if uh, someone would record that, because, yeah, again, it's conflicts with the session I'm in. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's definitely uh, an awesome um, awesome session. And I love the work you're doing with, um, you know, LabVIEWHacker.com. So, uh, you know, congratulate you. Keep keep up the good work. And uh, um, I know I've, I've played with some of that stuff. Are you doing anything with, uh, with MyReal? Uh, so actually, one of the reasons that I wanted to upgrade the lab interface for Arduino to now Lynx is um, that Lynx runs on MyRio. So um, you can, uh, if, if you guys aren't familiar with uh, lab interface for Arduino or um, Lynx, basically get VIs that will run on your desktop, but then we'll talk to um, like a chip kit or an Arduino or other supported devices running some fixed firmware. And so basically you can drop uh, like a digital write VI, for example, and that will send a packet over uh, USB serial, or now uh, we also support Ethernet and Wi-Fi, uh, to the Arduino and say, you know, toggle this pin, and then it'll send values back to LabVIEW. Um, so you're stuck with the, you know, Arduino and ChipKit, you're stuck talking over serial or uh, USB or Ethernet or Wi-Fi. But with MyRio, we can actually take the same code and deploy it to MyRio and run headlessly. And so one of the, one of the um, awesome use cases for this is I can sit at my desk at home and write some code using an Arduino to, you know, talk to a I squared C temperature sensor and an accelerometer. And then I can move that code, you know, when I get to work, grab my Rio, I can move that code just under the my Rio. I don't have to change anything else and it'll just run and use the my Rio IO. So that was one of the, the main motivations behind links was to improve that uh, kind of abstraction layer. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, Cause then, yeah, you can run headless on this my Rio and then deploy it anywhere. Uh, like, yep. you know, make a little spy cam or something and 
or whatever, you know, monitor your, your house. Um, and I like how, you know, a lot of the hardware you talk to, I mean, some of it is, is low cost and, uh, you know, it, it'd be good for, um, you know, like kids or, you know, teenagers who want to get into, you know, the hacking with lab, you can, can actually grab that and see, especially when, the, when it's, you know, consumer devices and, you know, showing how you can take something that's, you know, this canned thing and then you can modify and do some cool stuff with it. I think it's, it's a great learning experience for, for kids and everyone alike. Yeah, and one of the things that kind of drove me to, to start developing these libraries was I would often work on projects at home um, and, you know, some home automation project or what have you, and I would get bogged down in, like, oh, say I want to use the, you know, the Microsoft Connect. You'd spend all your time figuring out just how the Connects, Connect works, and then by the time, you know, you could actually integrate it into a larger product, project, I'd be on to the next thing. Um, so by kind of uh, making all these LabVIEW libraries, it makes it easy to, you know, if you want to talk to your Nest thermostat, it's open, read, write, close. If you want to talk to the Hue lights, it's open, read, write, close. You want to talk to our Arduino, open, read, write, close. So it makes it really easy to kind of uh, not get bogged down on all those subsystems and actually design a system. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that, that sounds pretty good. Uh, I, again, I, I would, I'd love to go to that session, um, but I can't. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll have to see if we can get someone to record it for us. Yeah, you should you should try to do that. Now, um, I'm going to go through some. You know, uh, you know we mentioned that uh, you're the three sessions here from from our presenters, but there's there's hundreds of other sessions that you know you can go to as well. And I'm just going to mention a few of them that um, you know piqued my interest and I think are worth going to. Of course. The, the LabVIEW Hacker uh, Hacking the Real World session. I think it's, it's, it's on that list. Uh, there's also a session uh, for LabVIEW Object-Oriented Programming, uh, which is uh, given by Stephen Mercer. And a lot of the sessions that Stephen Mercer presents are very popular because, you know, a lot of people are trying to get into object-oriented programming. And it's, it's, it's a bit of a tough, tough challenge for them uh, going from procedural programming into object-oriented programming. Um, of course, uh, if you go to a session where Steven Mercer is in, then you better be prepared to be uh, dumped a lot of information into your brain uh, because he talks about a lot of uh, advanced topics that uh, take, you know, object-oriented to the next level. So uh, be warned that if you go into that session, which is Thursday at 1 p.m., it's called LabVIEW OOP, Computer Science for the G Programmer. Um, that is kind of the, that type of session where he, where he talks about advanced LabVIEW topics. Uh, a lot of these sessions I'm going to be recommending are, you know, LabVIEW focused because, you know, that's what I like. Uh, however, there's a lot of cool sessions as well uh, re uh, related to embedded programming, which is, of course, LabVIEW as well. So if you're if you're doing a lot of embedded programming, there's a tons of sessions on that as well. Uh, the next session I want to recommend is, uh, again, uh, it's, it's design patterns. So this is kind of an advanced topic again. Implementing Gang of Four Design Patterns in LabVIEW. Uh, and this one is uh, Thursday, August 7th, uh, 2.15 p.m. And that is uh, presented um, by uh, two people from Adver Averna, uh, Yves Leme and Joseph DeRosier from Averna. And uh, they're talking about different design patterns in LabVIEW and how you can apply uh, design patterns created in other environments into the lab environment. So uh, that's, again, a session that um, you can go check out. Um, there's a, 
a session that is being presented, uh, I believe it's, uh, yeah, it's from Nancy Hollenbeck, who's, who's a friend as well of the community. It's called Designing a Framework in LabVIEW, Borrow or Build. Um, and this session uh, actually was presented at the CLA Summit in, in Austin this, this past March. And it was a pretty good session uh, where, uh, where how you can decide between choosing between different frameworks. Um, the buzzword these days is frameworks, and everyone wants to make sure that they're picking the right framework and making the decisions correctly. Uh, so uh, if, if that's the case, then uh, you should go to this session uh, to find out more about how to, uh, you know, whether you should design your own framework, which everyone loves doing, <laughs> or you should uh, borrow um, some ideas from other people or um, use an existing framework. And that's from Nancy Hollenbeck, uh, Thursday at 2.15. Uh, quite a few more here. I'm just going to uh, mention them. Um, creating highly innovative user interfaces with LabVIEW. Um, again, this one is uh, how you can take your user interface designs to the next level. Uh, it's presented by uh, Samuli Bergstrom. Uh, from, uh, he's an engineer with National Instruments. And uh, he's going to talk about some ways where you can uh, do some advanced LabVIEW uh, UI design. And it's uh, taking place twice. Um, Tuesday at 2.15 and Wednesday at 1 p.m. Again, uh, at these sessions, are they might be conflicting with things that uh, you, you want to go to, but I will put links to all of these on the, uh, the show notes page of this post uh, if, you wanna, if you want to go and see the collection of all the stuff we mentioned. Um, another session which uh, I would recommend as well, which is, uh, again, with Nancy Hollenbeck, but also with Brian Powell, who has currently left NI, but he's still doing sessions, <laughs> which is strange. Uh, but uh, he's at NI Week doing a, a session uh, on um, code review best practices. Now, this one was pretty popular last last time it was was presented. And basically, um, Nancy Hollenbeck and Brian Powell have, you know, decades of, of, of experience with, um, you know, designing software, working with software teams, and, and you know, going through the code review process. So they're going to talk about some of the the, the, the tips and how to do things the best way when doing code review, because I think code review is uh, one of the key aspects of software development in LabVIEW. There always needs to be a code review. And, um, you know, Darren, I believe even and I internally practices this, correct, as doing code reviews? Absolutely. And yeah, Brian has a lot of uh, really smart things to say about it, too. So that's going to be a great session to go to. Uh, so, Becky, do you have anything that you would like to um, attend at an iWeek? Is there something that, you know, is burning that, say, oh, I have to go to this session? Well, there's there's a couple sessions, but the one thing that I really love to go to every year, and you forgot to mention when you were talking about the fun events, was the Lava Barbecue. Right. Um, that's, why we have so other, that's, that's why we have other people on this show smarter than me, because I don't uh, remember everything. Uh, yeah, so we have... Um, uh, other events, which is the the Lava Barbecue. And Lava Barbecue, if you want to find out more information about it, go to lavag.org slash bbq. And then uh, there you'll find a link to where you can, you know, sign up for the barbecue. There's there's a fee because it's not an NI-sponsored event. It's something that uh, the community funds on their own dime. So uh, there's a little bit of a fee. It's about $35, but it's a small price to pay to meet all the gurus of LabVIEW, uh, all the, the, the top minds in, in the community that hang out on the Lava forums. 
and on the NI.com uh, community forums. Also, a lot of NI engineers um, that work on the LiveView team will be there. I know Darren will be there, of course. <laughs> and uh, so you'll be able to... Have you got your ready? Uh, you know, I didn't write any this year. I used them all up last year, so... Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so Darren writes limericks, <laughs> LiveView limericks, apparently. And... Um, Yes, the last few years we had some of those, but no limericks this year, Darren. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm I'm all out of ideas, Michael. I'm you know been too busy with other stuff. Sorry. Okay. Well, we'll have to ask the audience to come up with some live view limericks <laughs> to uh, to supply for the lava barbecue because uh, we need those to to keep the night going. Um, yeah. So that is uh, taking place at uh, a specific restaurant, which I don't know. <laughs> it's at the Schultz Garden, which is about a mile away from the convention center. Uh, it's a, a it's a long walk up some hills, um, and if it's hot, which it always is in Austin in summer, then uh, it'll be kind of a, a bit of a uh, tiring walk. But you can uh, team up with other people, and some of them have cars, and you can get rides there or whatever. Or you can take a cab, of course. So yeah, so there's the lava barbecue. Um, another. Uh, What's that? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say one other session I was looking forward to was Fabiola's doing one on Thursday about unit testing in LabVIEW. And she actually had presented it at the CLA Summit in Europe this year. I didn't get to see that, and I was hoping to check that out. It looked pretty good. Yes, uh, the session is called uh, Save Time and Money with Unit Testing with uh, Fabiola de la Cueva. Um, there, I got to say de la Cueva on the air again. I love that. Uh, so uh, she's a LabVIEW consultant for Delacour, and she's doing a session on unit testing where she's actually gone through and used the NI unit test framework uh, and then the JKI VI tester framework. And uh, she also did this session at the CLA Summit, as, as you correctly pointed out, Becky. And I saw it in, in Austin. It was, it was pretty awesome. And uh, she, she did a great job there. So that is on Thursday, 2.15 p.m. So definitely go check that one out. Uh, Darren, any any sessions that you'd like to view? Uh, if anybody is uh, going to be there on Monday, Norm Kirchner is presenting on hardware abstraction layers on Monday afternoon, I believe at four o'clock. And uh, it's it's always great to hear Norm talk about stuff because he's a smart guy and he has some smart things to say. So I'm looking forward to that one. So I did a search for Norm on the on the session page and I couldn't find Norm. Oh, here he is. Yeah, four thirty. Uh, no sessions for Norm. <laughs> Trust me, he's presenting he's at 4.30 presenting. on okay. Monday. <laughs> 4.30 on Monday. Oh, it's it's because it's the Alliance Day, right? Is that why? Right. Okay. Yeah, so there's there's a day um, on Monday, which is called Alliance Day. And uh, some of, most of our you know uh, listeners and watchers are, are Alliance members, but not all, of course. And uh, on Monday is basically a special day where there's sessions that uh, only Alliance uh, members uh, are participating in. So I guess this is one of those sessions. Um so, Sammy, is there any, any session the outside, of course, of your own that, that you'd like to, to go to? Yeah, as, as you mentioned before, um, my Rio is maybe one of the most fun pieces of hardware that uh, NI has. So I'm looking forward to a couple of sessions on my Rio. Um, some of that stuff is on Monday as well with the academic stuff uh, going on on Monday. There's a couple of good sessions there. And then I'm uh, you know with my Rio uh, running uh, Linux RT now. Um, there's also a couple of uh, embedded Linux uh, sessions that I'm looking forward to. Um, and what what do you like about the MyRio? Like, what what is that thing that fascinates you about it? Uh, well, so uh, I guess fair warning, I was on the software team for it for a year, so um, some some of it's that I got to help out with it. Um, but 
just uh, the out of the box experience is great. Um, you know, USB connect, plug it in, and you get a little pop up that says, you know, what do you want to do? And you can run a test panel. You can see it working within seconds, uh, which is pretty awesome. And then um, the Express VIs, uh, a lot of people kind of hate on Express VIs uh, if they're used to some of the, the other Express VIs, but the Byrio Express VIs are like blazing fast, really easy to use. Um, and it's a great way to really quickly get uh, to the peripherals. So I squared C, SPI, uh, PWM, analog, uh, IO, and digital IO. Um, it's just really easy to write some some pretty awesome applications pretty quickly. And then the fact that it's running Linux under the hood, if you are a Linux guru, um, you can really do some pretty awesome things, install stuff that you know you you never would have on a on a VX workspace Serio um, or a device like that in the past. So it opens up all just a lot of really awesome possibilities. Um, cool. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, the 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 my Rio is is pretty awesome. I actually purchased one myself. Um, I had a discount because I went to I joined one of the MOOC online courses and they had a discount yeah. plan. So it's a great way to get one. It was it was a steal. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was it was like a two hundred fifty dollars or something like that, um, which is a pretty good deal. Um, we have a comment in uh, in the comment section by Brian Powell. He says that um, Austin has a bicycle sharing program uh, with bikes available for rent around town. It's about eight dollars a day, and it's he mentioned it I guess because it's a good way to get to the lava barbecue and other things around Austin. So it's uh, austin.bicycle.com is the website. That's kind of cool, um, and you can also get some exercise at the same time. Brian's a lot into into bicycles, bicycling. I lost my notes. <laughs> oh, here we go. So um, the so we talked about some of the sessions, and of course, I mean it's it's really hard to uh, coordinate sessions because um, you know some of the a lot of them conflict with each other. Uh, is there is there a, a tip that you guys can give us to kind of how to judge like what what are the criteria that you guys use to to pick sessions that you're going to attend uh, becky uh one of the things i do is i've also watched there's um i forget his name one of the guys on lava he always videotapes some of the sessions mark bala yeah mark and so what'll happen is sometimes i'll go into a session and like if i'm debating between two mark will be recording that one so i'll actually go to the other one all of a sudden because i know i can get a video of that one later so i don't know if other people have done that in the past but if usually if you see mark he records every session he attends, and a lot of them might be ones you're interested in. And you can easily pick that video up from Lava. So it's like, okay, I don't have to sit through this one. Now I get to see two at the same time almost. Yeah, so I just, I just mentioned that as well. Um, the LavaG.org site, um, our mem one of the moderators and members of the site, uh, Mark Bala, he goes around with a video camera, right, and, and, and videotapes a lot of the sessions. And he actually has a thread on Lava, which he asks, you know, what do you guys want me to record? <laughs> and uh, so he's taking requests now, I guess, uh, from people to see what, what to do. Because there's basically so many, I mean, and he uses his best judgment. So um, he's asking people to do that. And I'll post a link to that in the, in the show notes so that you can go on that thread and find out what he's recording. Um, so maybe maybe Sam he can he can record your session you never know yeah maybe <laughs> um, Darren what what do you determine I mean you're kind of in a different situation you kind of work for an eye and you've seen a lot of the material perhaps or or not like are you still interested in looking at different sessions definitely yeah that's uh, you know obviously being able to talk to customers is a is a big reason for me to go to an eye week but I love going to the sessions just like you guys do. Uh, 
some of them you're right i get to see beforehand just because they're presented by ni people and so i can you know watch a run through or something like that but uh honestly the the uh you know the presenters themselves i know so many of you guys that present material at ni week and uh seeing seeing a name that i recognize and as as someone who presents really cool material that's that's a lot of times the the driving factor for me picking picking a particular session to go to yeah, you mentioned um, you know speaking with uh, customers um, as as a developer yourself. Um, that's that's a very valuable uh, thing for you to to be at an iWeek, and, and we'd like to mention that as well. So uh, you know, a lot of the sessions, yes, there's the material that's there, but um, what what you'll notice, and this is, I guess, a tip, is that um, the the people from NI that are involved in the material in that session, like let's say for example, it's talking about MyRio or it's talking about uh, CRio or whatever, um, or it's uh, LabVIEW, whatnot, uh, and uh, you'll you'll see at the back of the room, it's all the people standing at the back because they they're not allowed to take seats. <laughs> I guess there's been an order that says you know if if there's no if there's no um, more room, you know all the NI people have to stand up um, or leave the room. I guess I don't know. But uh, they uh, they're all standing at the back and they have a little notepad and they're taking notes. It's because you know the you know when they see uh, a customer or someone in the audience mentioning an issue they had or something that they want to be improved, they're taking feedback on the product itself. And so it's usually people that have, are the developers of the tool a lot of the times, or the developers of the hardware, the designers. Um, so take advantage of that. <laughs> if you see an eye folks around there and you have an issue that you want addressed or you want more information about something or some in-depth tip as to how to do something better, uh, go ahead and talk to them. Go up there and, and say, hi, you know, what's this is the problem I'm having or this is what I need help on and so on. So definitely take advantage of that. Would you, would you agree, Darren? Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of the main reasons all the NI people are there is to uh, see which what uh, customers are using NI products for and see how we can help make those better. So um, one more thing I'd like to mention, um, because, you know, one of one of the goals with, you know, VI Shots, uh, you know, live and the podcast and all that is trying to get people to get to the next level in their LabVIEW development and improve what they're doing, always improving. And uh, one of the biggest things is certification, LabVIEW certification. So uh, I want to make sure that uh, those of you that are interested in certification or take advantage of that. And during an I week, there is a certification happening. Um, and uh, so you can get certified at all levels. And you usually purchase that through the registration. So when you register for an I week, there's a checkbox that says, you know, do the certification test. And it's a lot cheaper uh, if you do it during an I week. Um, than if you do it somewhere else. Um, well, not a lot, but it's a, there's a bit of a discount. And also, um, there are sessions, I believe they're on Monday, uh, where there are prep sessions. So there's like two-hour prep sessions that are given by NI engineers that uh, help you with the certification process. So you basically go to that prep session for two or three hours, you prepare on like the CLA or the CLD, and then you go write the test. So hopefully that will help uh, us get more more certified people out there and um, you know increase the CLAs hopefully um, and uh, yeah so don't forget to take advantage of that if possible now do you guys uh, do any social media at NI week do you tweet do you uh, you know post photos and things like that how about you Darren uh, yeah you know what uh, NI week is probably about the only time of the year when I use Twitter consistently 
it's it's pretty hit or miss the rest of the year, but I, I do make sure to try to send out messages on Twitter about the cool things that I'm seeing or the, or the stuff that I'm planning on doing. Yeah, um, so if, exactly, I mean, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of engineers are not very social, uh, are not, are not, not social butterflies, let's put it that way. Uh, so, uh, but when a night, an eye week comes around, they all come out of the woodwork. Um, so yeah, I think basically you should, um, go on Twitter during an eye week because you'll, you'll get a lot of information. Um, and the hashtag is, you know, hashtag an eye week, of course. So do a search on that hashtag and you'll just see a list of, list of stuff flowing through. And a lot of the times what happens is, you know, there'll be like impromptu meetups and things like that, that people, you know, get on with, with, with Twitter and get together. So that's kind of cool. Uh, like after the show, after the, the sessions or over uh, evening time, people get together using the Twitter, uh, the Twitters uh, to, to connect. So uh, what I like doing as well is uh, doing a lot of photos so I do a lot of selfies. I admit I'm a selfie junkie. So when I'm at a night week, I take a lot of selfies with people and uh, tag them and all that stuff on, on Twitter. And I also use uh, Vine. I don't know if any of you guys have used it, um, but basically it allows you to take you know short six-second videos of different different things at a night week uh, or anywhere and then uh, to post them on Twitter. And because they're, they're small and short, and you don't have to worry about editing or going fancy. Uh, Becky, do you use... Uh, Twitter during an eye week? That's pretty much if you look at my Twitter name, that's all you'll see is like last week at an eye week, I think was the last time I tweeted. So <laughs> most of the time I'm on Facebook, but during an eye week, I do Facebook and Twitter. And I do a lot of pictures too, but those usually end up on Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Facebook is not a big, uh, is not kind of popular for things like conventions and stuff like that. No, it's yeah. a girl thing too. A lot more girls use Facebook, it seems like. I use I Facebook. I know. No, but I'm just saying like, of all the people I know, like even neighbors and list in general, it's a lot more like Chris Ralph. He's always on Facebook too. Well, that explains so. it. That explains everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a jab at Chris Ralph. He's he's a good friend of ours. Uh, so yeah, so there's Vine um, and there's Instagram as well. Does short videos and photos, and and you can if you're on any of those platforms, you can just search for hashtag and I week on those platforms, and you'll be able to pull up some stuff. I'll be tweeting. I'll be vining from an eye week uh, um, as well with photos and, and all kinds of stuff. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, now, uh, I guess a few more things I'd like to mention. Uh, if, if you have time and you want to do some non-an eye week things, um, actually, this, this year I'll be bringing my son with me. Uh, I mentioned uh, off the air that two years ago I brought my daughter. Now it's, her, now it's his turn. Uh, so I'm bringing him with me and, uh, we're going to be trying to do some, some things on our own at, in Austin. So there's the con, the, the people that they, they go all the time is they want to see the bats. So if there's the Congress bridge at, it's a short walk from the convention center, uh, where at night, you know, bats come out, uh, from their nesting area underneath the, the Congress bridge. And, uh, that's kind of one site that you can go and see it, that happens every night. So, um, you don't have to schedule that. Uh, and then there's, of course, there's 6th Street where you can go on there and party um, and hang out. Uh, there's always something happening on 6th Street. Uh, one one thing I'd like to mention as well, which I went to with my daughter, uh, was the Alamo Draft House. And that was kind of fun because, you know, you get to watch a movie and you get to eat at the same time, uh, at, like in a restaurant-style environment. So that was kind of fun. And I looked at the schedule and they have... Um, 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So there you go. During that week is playing if you if you want to go see that. Uh, maybe on Monday night or 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 Thursday night or some other night where there's not some cool NI week happenings going on. Uh, so uh, just to go across with everyone, Becky, is there any some any final comments or things you want to mention about? Or anything you want to? Oh, yeah! You said uh, we were talked offline about clothing. What kind of how how should you dress for an eye week? Oh yeah! So <laughs> everyone makes fun of me typically, but I always pack a sweatshirt jacket. It's really cold in the convention center. You wouldn't think it. The first time I went years ago, I was freezing the entire time. I packed short sleeves only, and so I usually wear pants, a short sleeve shirt, and then you have to take the coat off, of course, as soon as you go outside because it's hot. But right. So there's there's the. <laughs> the unofficial dress code, which is um, bring a coat or a sweater, uh, carry it on your arm when you go into the convention center, and then throw it away when you get out. Uh, but, uh, you know, Darren has, has a dress code, which he used to have for previous years. Now he stopped doing it. And you were, you, you, were, you were coming in shorts, weren't you? Uh, I was known to show up at NI Week in shorts from time to time, yes. I don't do that anymore. Now you're more of a company man now, right? Exactly. <laughs> so it's clamped down on that. Um, and and Sammy, uh, any any tips or uh, things that you want to talk about for an iWeek? No, um, I'll be walking around in a LabVIEW Hacker t-shirt. So if you see me, uh, go ahead and stop me and say hi. Right. Uh, one thing that we didn't mention uh, just to closing is that there's, of course, um, the the exhibition hall uh, that everyone should definitely visit. Uh, you'll you'll be there for the you know, happy hour and the block diagram party and all that stuff. But there's a lot of exhibits, and now the way they've laid it out, I noticed on the map, um, the central area is all LabVIEW, and then I it's like a big circle uh, with spokes of with different areas of of cool stuff. Um, one plug I like to give is for um, the LabVIEW Tools Network, which is kind of cool. Uh, this year they're doing um, something special for the LabVIEW Tools Network. They're they're showcasing a lot of individual apps. And then, then developers. So we'll have little booths with the actual developer of the toolkit uh, from the Lavi Tools Network. So you can go there and talk to them and stuff like that. So that'll happen probably on Tuesday. Um, yeah, so there's there's different areas in the middle, which is like the LVNI products and hardware and software. But also the rest of the expo hall is full of vendors and other third-party uh, companies that are showcasing their, their stuff and how they've taken Lavi to the next level, you know, NI hardware, how they're you know doing all these these advanced amazing things. Um, so yeah, so I'd like to uh, close it off by thanking thanking our guests. Well, thank you, Becky, for joining us today on the VI Shots Live. Thanks for having me. It's it's been a pleasure, and I uh, hope to have you back in the future. Um, Darren, you're you've been with us many many times before, and I, I appreciate you coming back again again today. No problem, Michael. Glad to be here. And uh, Sam, uh, thank you for, for joining us today. And uh, I'd like to uh, invite you again in the future for to do like a more of a one-on-one, maybe an audio podcast. I'd like to get into a little deeper into some of the projects you're doing. Uh, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. And thank you for listening to this episode of VI Shots. If you want to leave feedback for the show, and uh, I love feedback. Uh, I read all of it sent to feedback at vishots.com. Also, if you want to post a comment or a recommendation for your NI Week 2014 picks, you can go to vishots.com slash 43, which is the, uh, the show notes for this episode, and you can leave a comment right there. Thanks again for listening, and bye for now. Bye.